They say franchisees are posers because they're not adding anything unique or creative to the world of business. They simply follow someone else's playbook or system. They're just reading the franchisor's sheet music. Welcome to the Franchise Hot Seat Podcast, where we talk about all things franchising. Now, here's your host, Dr. John P. Hayes. I can hear the sound of violins long before it begins. Wait, is this recording? Omar, you got to cut that out. I'm prepping for my peeps, trying to figure out how I'm going to discuss today's franchise topic, which is imposters. And I've been thinking about Michael Buble, one of the greatest voices of all time. And yet, the critics say he's an imposter or a poser. Come on. Even the man's name is Jazzy, Buble, and the voice is fire. It's gold. Listen to the man sing about love and loss and everything in between. It's pure magic. He's no poser. But the critics say he is because he's just a cover guy who brings nothing original to the world of music. He doesn't contribute creatively or uniquely, they say. He's no Frank Sinatra, they say. He's just singing other people's music. And yet... He manages to sell out the biggest music venues worldwide. It's nonsense, and it's exactly what I want to share with you in today's Franchise Hot Seat Podcast. I'm amused by the guy who commented on social media that he's not going to become a franchisee ever because he doesn't want to contribute to someone else's dream. It's one of the dumbest things to say about franchising, and especially when there are countless franchisees in the USA and many other countries who would tell you they achieve their dreams by owning and operating franchises. And if their success contributed to achieving a franchisor's dream, so much the better. A successful and satisfying life is the result of helping other people people achieve their dreams. The people who don't think so might also be the people who say that franchisees are imposters. They say franchisees are posers because they're not adding anything unique or creative to the world of business. They simply follow someone else's playbook or system. They're just reading the franchisor's sheet music. Franchisees can't make their own decisions, say the critics. They're just buying a job, and their boss becomes the franchisor. Franchisees have no rights, say the critics. They can't make any changes. Like if a McDonald's franchisee wants to sell hot dogs, he can't. Or if she wants to redesign the Golden Arches, she can't. Franchisees don't own anything. Well, that's partly true and they can't contribute their creative ideas, and that part is not true. The critics say franchisees aren't real entrepreneurs, and while we cherish entrepreneurs, we don't worship them, and we also know that most of them take the greatest risks and usually fail, if not once, many times. No, franchisees aren't likely to fail. They are not huge risk-takers, but rather They are controlled risk-takers, which makes them perfect candidates for franchising. Franchisees are not entrepreneurs, and they don't want to be. The DNA of an entrepreneur does not exist in most of franchising, but that doesn't make 
franchisees any less worthy of the successes they achieve. Have you read the latest Franchise Economic Report? In 2023, the number of franchise establishments in the USA will increase by almost 15,000 units to 805,000 units. Franchising will add approximately 254,000 jobs in 2023. Have you noticed the entrepreneurial companies are downsizing? Total franchise employment this year is forecasted to reach 8.7 million. Franchise output will increase from $825 billion in 2022 to $860 billion in 2023. And franchise gross domestic product will grow to more than $521 billion in 2023. Nothing to be embarrassed about, and yet most people haven't got a clue that franchising contributes so impressively to the American economy, to our comfortable lives, and to the dignity of people, millions of people, who depend economically on franchising and especially depend on the people who make it all happen, the franchisees. Most business schools don't teach franchising, and many of the critics are academics who claim that franchising isn't unique or even different enough to rate an academic course. Well, I'm grateful that's not the case at Palm Beach Atlantic University in West Palm Beach, Florida, where the Rinker School of Business, an AACSB accredited institution, houses the Titus Center for Franchising. We don't think franchisees are posers. We embrace franchising as the world's greatest methodology for owning, managing, and operating successful businesses that generate revenues, create employment opportunities, and build amazing personal wealth. And yes, franchisees follow someone else's system or sheet music. In fact, the best franchisees do so. And franchisees are grateful for that opportunity because not everyone is entrepreneurial enough to create something unique. And most don't have the money to risk giving uniqueness a try. And what do we say about entrepreneurs who are great at bringing an idea to life but not capable of managing a team of people who sustain the idea. Or they don't have the money to scale a brand and make it available nationally or internationally so that the idea contributes to the American economy or to the world economy. Should we shun entrepreneurs for their shortcomings? Of course not. We need entrepreneurs to be creative. Otherwise, there wouldn't be McDonald's or Bright Star or Midas or PuraClean or Great Clips or We Buy Ugly Houses. We need the entrepreneurs to continue doing what they do best. And when they're at their best, they rely on franchisees to bring their dreams to fruition. Through the years, entrepreneurs have created franchise opportunities in more than 75 major industries. Almost everything is franchised, but most people don't know that because we don't do a good job of promoting franchising. We promote brands, and we are only now beginning to teach franchising. I suggest we drop the criticism. What good does it do to cast aspersions on franchisees when they're the people who provide the foods we love, the services we need, not only in business, but in our homes, all while creating employment opportunities, contributing to their communities, 
and providing for their families, and no one is forced to become a franchisee. In the minds of many supremely accomplished franchisees, franchising is a choice and a blessing because it provides a way for even ordinary men and women to accomplish their dreams. And with that, let me close with a nod to one of the world's greatest crooners, Michael Buble, who maybe one day will give us a Michael Buble franchise. If he does, I'll be his first franchisee, poser or not. Thanks for tuning in to the Franchise Hot Seat Podcast with Dr. John P. Hayes. Tune in next time for more conversation around all things franchising.